Yeah, back for another week. You're tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo here, as always, with the dying for the tra- trade deadline this Friday, Matt Beatty. <laughs> All right, mate, I've got. Come on, today's a day of celebration. We're not even worried about the, the deadline right now. <laughs> this is a sacred gonna, day, Josh. How dare you? Bow down well, to yeah. greatness. You're hearing there someone who definitely thinks this is a sacred day. Oh, the yeah. Celtics' biggest fan, Jake Eisenberg. Oh, nothing better than seeing LeBron James on the LA Lakers celebrated like he was today. Mind you, the Bill Russell six on the Lakers court at the same time. Um, that was a nice little, nice little touch as well. Well, in case you're unaware of what we're talking about, somehow today LeBron James passed. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes, Jake? You've got to tell the people, we're sorry, you know, we're not, we usually open the show Rose Gold. Don't worry, yeah, it's yeah, coming. Yeah, this is true. This Don't is worry. True. Okay, yeah. Before Jeez we even, Louise. Before, before I tear into that historic news. <laughs> before people think that they've tuned in on the wrong podcast. <laughs> the wrong show, yeah. That, that, yeah. You're probably wondering right now, like where now. is my favourite and the only segment <laughs> on the show? On Backdoor Cut, the Rose Gold <laughs> moment of the week. We will get to that. Any other week for the history of mankind, it will open the show, but exceptional circumstances mean that we do have to sing out the fact, Jake, that LeBron has <laughs> passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and is now the all-time points leader in the history of the NBA, something that I can tell you with certainty when I was younger, did not think that number would ever get passed. So to see it get passed today is pretty damn surreal. And by all accounts, this guy could set the record so far beyond this that maybe it will never get passed. Maybe we will never have another opportunity to move Rose Gold later into the set list here on Backdoor Cut. But, fellas, you watched it today. What do you reckon? How was it? Was it fun? Brady, I, I feel like we've got to give, you know, the Le, Le LeBron sexual the floor here. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Like it's hard to it's hard to compartmentalize that with the Lakers and their season. And I mean, they, we're talking about a loss to OKC today, ultimately. And yeah. this is a, off a back to back. This is essential. Yeah, they were back to back. They played last night against Golden State, and they had the Lakers today. The Lakers are full strength. Davis is back. LeBron is in vintage form. Like. He had, what did he have today? 38. 38. Two points short of a very important number that I um, was interested in. <laughs> <laughs> financial reasons. Financial. Yeah, I don't know. Any, anyway. yeah. I'm not a financial advisor, that's for sure. <laughs> but, um, it, yeah, it's like obviously you're happy and it's, 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 a, it's a, I agree, Josh. I don't know if we'll see it again. Like you look at some of the young players in the league right now, will they have the longevity to do it? I, I don't know. I think there's definitely an argument to be made that it may be easier in the sense that dudes are taking way more threes now yeah. and you might be able to go up a little bit quicker than what traditionally it, it, it's taken. I wonder how many threes were in Kareem's. I feel like when he came into the league, they didn't even have a three-point line. So he it, I think it, you're right. Yeah. Attempted career 18 three-pointers. 18 three-pointers, <laughs> yeah. And made one. There you, there you go. go. <laughs> yeah. So hey, that a, means his point record was set with one solitary three. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> I was going to say that yet. there's hope for Ben Simmons yet. If, if, if... <laughs> no, no, there's not. <laughs> the next Kareem. But um, um, yeah, obviously, 
it's it's a it's a pretty big occasion. We had a massive one last year with Steph Curry breaking the yeah. the three point record, and I, I feel like it was kind of similar for this. And obviously, that to stop the whole game and have the little presentation and Kareem there to hand the, the game ball to LeBron, like all of that was 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 pretty sweet. It, you're right, though. As as our resident LeBron sexual, it must be weird. <laughs> it must be weird seeing him accomplish something so incredible, but his team is just so deeply unimpressive oh, that it's, it's just like I, it's very just, not LeBron. We're so used to seeing him in the playoffs, and then all of a sudden he goes to the Lakers in year one. It just doesn't pan out. Obviously, they win the chip in, in year two. Okay, and then. Outside of that, that chip year, it's just been a disaster. And and from being in the finals, what ten years in a row or whatever, essentially, <laughs> to to now this, it's it's when he's in the twilight of his career and still really good and still can be a, a an impactful player for for a winning team. It's just that they don't have the roster around him, I guess. Look, LeBron, just wait till the summer. Put in that trade demand. We'll do a sign and trade. Grant Williams, <laughs> Gallinari, <laughs> Peyton Pritchard. I think hell hath frozen over before that. Come change. on, come on down. It's time. We're, we've got more chance of seeing him on my balls than I, on your I, Celtics. He does not like the Celtics. That's that's for sure. And yeah, for me, this is look. yeah. Okay, as going from a LeBron stand to maybe the most anti-LeBron no, in no, the room. No, 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 it's a bit in the group. In the group. In sure. the groom. In the group. Um, I don't. I think I've told the story before. Like it, he's caused me a lot of pain mm. in this world. None. Another one today. Just two points short, LeBron. You couldn't. Couldn't just <laughs> the one time I back you. Couldn't just give me an extra two points. Um, I'll never forget 2010 Celtics. Um, or was it 2012? You know, Heat Celtics Game Six. One of LeBron's most famous performances. Yeah. In the high school cafeteria, everybody's a freaking Heat bandwagon fan. <laughs> yeah, only Celtics fan. Everybody's just shaking me. Oh, LeBron, he's the goat. <laughs> Kill me. So there's, and that was 13 years ago. So, and he's and he's you know game seven against the Celtics. Tatum as a baby. There's countless times where he's ripped the Celtics to pieces over the past 10, 15 years. Um, but I will say I've definitely come around to like this incredible appreciation for what he has done and is continuing to do. Like he slept walk, slept walked to 38 points today. Mm. Like it was light work. He got it in the third quarter yep. and they needed every point that he's putting up this year. He's averaging 30 um, and it's light work. Like he's. Yeah, yeah. He does not struggle to get that 30. Like He's cruising. Yeah. Like it is it is absurd. Like the Lakers Celtics game that went to overtime last week where Jason Tatum had that game winning block or game saving block in regulation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't record that week. I was gonna I was gonna ask about that. I was ready for an emergency pod. I was ready to get on. Celtics win again against the Lakers. Second overtime win this year. Um it's refs, great that yeah. even this deep into his career he gives like the most memeable It's unbelievable situations possible it's like the most exaggerated complaint i've ever seen in the history of the nba we get the beverly with the camera he was gold like not only is lebron one of like the greatest players of all time and like still a top 10 player but like the drama the memes that he provides on a season-to-season basis um 
I do I do think that he'll hang around from a meme perspective for well after his career is complete. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the memification of LeBron will, will, will live in echo throughout eternity. Yeah. No, no question. Um, but yeah, like I have. I have an absurd amount of respect and appreciation for what he does. Like as a Tom Brady fan to see these guys like at 30, Kelly Slater still ripping up a pipeline. Like what these dudes are doing at 40 plus, like LeBron's going to, he's going to be a productive NBA player at age 40. Like it's absolutely not a question at all. Um, The fact that he'll probably be the best player on your team at 40. Like honestly for like, he's a top 10 player. No, like easily. Yeah, no, Absolutely. Like, like Devin Booker, LeBron. I think you maybe you lean Booker potentially, but like, no way. I take LeBron. I take LeBron still. I probably take LeBron. I can see. Look, I think yeah, like Dame, probably LeBron still. Like, give me, give me LeBron over Harden. Like all these guys. You, you'll Uh, shoot me, Jake. But in a playoff setting, I take LeBron over Jason Tatum. Oh come on, come on. Yeah, I I would. I I would. You got to get get there first, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's get there first. But yeah, no. Look in an one shot to save planet earth <laughs> laser beams laser beams pointed at the globe look one don't, series don't be a don't be a free throw please <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like look one series lebron you you know for a fact that he's still got that those gears in him you see it um throughout the season it's just this roster is garbage it oh, is yeah. disgusting. Like he, he had eight straight points, I think, free throw line, two threes, closing in on the record. And the defense starts to shift a little bit to extra towards the blonde, but they're not like, you know, overhelping or trapping him or anything. The rest of the Lakers team just lose their mind for three straight possessions, dribbling it off their balls. Like it was embarrassing to see how they were executing for those next few possessions. It's like they were all starstruck or I don't know what was going on, but. That's just par for the course for the Lakers. Yeah, so on one hand, you have this absurdly great achievement happening. And then on the other, and then as soon as the fourth quarter, like, they, they tie the game and then the, the, the Thunder just like go on a 15-3 to three run or whatever it was, and that's the game. It, it kind of speaks volumes of how bad the Lakers are where this guy who, as we just said, is still top 10 player in the world, maybe in the discussion of greatest player of all time, He's on your team producing like it's nothing. Yeah. And there's not one modicum of fear in my body that that team's going to cause problems. Like they're so bad, even with LeBron doing his best impression of Superman, I'm not worried. Like that's how bad the Lakers are, which make <laughs> it a fun watch if you ask me. I, I've been thoroughly enjoying the chaos this season. It's been great. I'm like... I'm at the point where I actually want them in the playoffs. Like this, this, this LeBron you want in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And this was a big game. They, the Thunder, now have one more win than the Lakers. Yeah, yeah this is an awful loss. You were saying off mic before, Jake. This is about as close to as a direct competitor for a playoff spot that you can possibly find. Like chances are, come season's end, these teams aren't going to be separated by much. You can't lose to the Thunder when they're coming off a back-to-back and you've got all of this emotion and, you know, whatever it may be coming into the today. Like Anthony Davis, oh, my God, again, talking about this before. He took nine shots today, six or nine from the floor, looked completely disinterested. And then we saw a video I showed Josh beforehand, Beatty, like ADs off the floor. I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, but he's like standing on the side, sits down for LeBron's shot to break the record. 
and it doesn't even stand up and clap. Hey, uh, doesn't cheer. It's weird. The, I, I the think body it's language expert, experts yeah, I think are it's out. It's probably not. Yeah. It's probably not something. But it was, it was weird. Though. It was LeBron, weird. LeBron's going up to take the shot to pass Kareem as the all-time NBA points leader, and just before he dribbles in to take that shot, you sit down. Yeah, it's just don't weird. Don't cheer when he scores. Don't put your fists up. Nothing. You just sit there. Like that's bizarre. The Draymond doesn't even play for this team. And he said that he'd skip a game <laughs> yeah. to, to, to be there. But Draymond is the president of the Bronsexual Club. Like, yeah. that is, to be fair, sorry, that's, like, that's understandable. He it a few years ago. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah true. I, I, I didn't see that with AD. But, like, I don't know. But it was, I, it was a kind of a weird vibe, though, in the sense that, like, I, I feel like everyone was a little bit like, what happens now? Like, he makes the shot and he's running down the floor and yeah. he's, his arms spread out and then, the game stops and then it was so weird people, it's a bit weird like you can understand that everyone's a bit like i don't know what's happening right now yeah Maybe he was tired the game here against the competitor or what yeah yeah, he was, yeah. like he could have literally just been tired yeah, yeah. Like, he, he yeah. just came out and he's tired like sure, whatever sure. um i'm just he, saying if yeah. my teammate did that even he, tired, yeah, I, know, I would show I a little bit of exuberance uh, it's like, more yeah. i agree with jake's point like ad is more he's supposed to be he's supposed to be the guy on this team now more than anything and like he obviously he's shown it in periods of time and even earlier this season when he's been available and healthy. But if they're going to, to really mount a, a, a run for the playoffs, they need him to be to be doing more. Against a team like OKC too. Come on, there's they, no centre, I mean, dude. There's no centre on this team. They're full of kids. They're young dudes. Like it's This is a, a team that is ripe for the picking for this Lakers team. This is a 25 and 15 night, like yeah. easily. Yeah. Like yeah. just coming off the rest when – so maybe, but it, again, pro, you know, probably injured, probably dealing with something. Yeah. Was he like knowing AD? So, uh, but yeah, the, the the celebration, the you know, the ceremony, it was a bit weird. Ten seconds left in the third quarter. I guess you couldn't really stop then. Like you kind of had to. Like LeBron wasn't waiting. Like he it was he was going to celebrate. Um, the, the family video. Um, Zuri, I think the highlight of the whole thing for me. She's definitely the cutest of all the the James family. Um, I thought Bronny and Bryce could have put a bit more thought and effort into their um, videos, <laughs> but that's all right. <laughs> I don't Tell know. Like, it, it seems like even all that, like the games restarted fourth quarter and like we're putting up with Drake in the corner of the I know, screen what is, trying yeah. to tell us what's good. It's like this this is going too far now. Yeah. Like, who cares? <laughs> but that's LeBron. That's LeBron, too, right? Too much of a spectacle. That's but what he wants. It was always going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it was always going to happen. At least now it's done. You know, the Lakers can just go back to let's yeah. try and make the playoffs. All right. Two not, questions not for you. Embarrass this guy's career. Two questions for you, because I'm going to vomit if we keep talking about how great LeBron James is. <laughs> I am the one bringing this up. Yeah. One, do you have a favorite LeBron James memory yep. or a moment? And two, do you think anyone will ever, in our lifetime, break this record? Maybe I'll answer the, the second question first. To answer your second question, in our lifetime? In our No, no, yeah. I don't think so. In infinite time, I think it's fair to say. In infinite probably. time, I think it will because scoring, <laughs> scoring has gone up. Like when LeBron started yeah. in the league, a team was, you know, they did well Whatever. to get over 100 points. Now a team is done very, very badly if they can't get over 100 points. So that that is a factor. Over 20 years, that will add up. 
but I think we're still a ways away. Yeah, yeah I think the other thing as well, right, the whole load management stuff now. Like yeah. guys are just not playing as many games per <clears throat> season. So that it's interesting. And this guy was like the yeah. historically durable Iron Man, like never missed a game. Well, I mean, people say it so offhandedly, but 20 years. Like he's yeah, not yes. really 20 years in the league as an elite first yeah. option 30 player. points a game in his 20th yeah. season. Like it's – that is – I like – you look at the young guys in the league right now, and if you had to tip someone, it would be a, a Luca or a Tatum. And that is, they're the young enough. They're also the main guy on their team. They're scoring enough. But it's just like, I don't know whether those guys are going to play until they're 40. Like, probably Luca not. is not playing until he's Yeah, 40 a lot of the old. noise from Luca already is just like, that's definitely not happening for me. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like I, I just, you, it needs to be that combination of all those things and, and that longevity, yeah. most importantly. And, and, that's like, going to be a special player. Like I'm just looking at his games played and minutes and stuff. Like for second year in the NBA, is this right? Do he play 42 minutes a game in his second year? 80 yeah, games the at four sucked in his second. That's still year. absurd. 42.4 yeah. minutes at in at 80 games. 80 of 82. Yeah. 80 yeah. games. 19 so, years old. He started 20. when he was 18. No, uh, 20 in that turn, year apparently still. But like it's absurd. Um, yeah. And then it's like. 79, 78, 75, 81, 76, 79, 62. That was 62 out of 62 in the lockout season. Yeah. Mm. 76, 77, 69, 76, 74, 82 games at age 33. Led the league in minutes both that year and the year previous in minutes per game. Like, no chance anyone catches him. Like, Tatum, As like, I said, um, not like, in our lifetime, yeah. but it it's not impossible. Well, I, yeah, I think approaches would have to change in, in that, like, I, I just the the trend of load management is just it's going against what we're, we're talking yeah. about here. So I just don't see how, like it, the, the fact that he's played eight, that what you just said year two played eighty of eighty two and played forty two minutes. Like that's, that is that's, no, that's, that's we're, we're talking about like Tatum being like yeah. overplayed at the moment, and that's not that thirty seven. Like, yeah, yeah, like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. No and it was a different different league. He, those forty two minutes, he was going up against dual big men getting yeah. beat around in the paint. It is nuts. Like his, it's nuts. So he averaged 21 his first year as a rookie, like pretty chill. But then 27. <laughs> pretty chill. Pretty chill. 18 years old. <laughs> pretty, chill. pretty chill. Just a 21, uh, 5 and 6. Um, and then it's 27, 31 points per game. Yeah. And that's still, again, as you said, Josh, like, you know, early mid-2000s, like the Pistons and the Spurs era. Yeah, yeah. I would watch games, Pistons win 80 to 69, you like, know? Like, yeah. That's stupid. That'd be averaging yeah. more then than like you know some of the guys that are leading the league this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't anyway, know. no that's, chance. That's the answer to your first question. Yeah. That's what was the What was the What was the first do you, question? Do you have a favorite uh, LeBron, oh, LeBron moment? Moment that stands Baby. out. I, I can go what first. What is your favorite LeBron moment? No, you can go first, Jake. For, for, <laughs> for me, um, it's a loss, unfortunately, for LeBron, but. Um, Game one of the 16-17 finals, the um, first KD year with the Warriors, the infamous J.R. Smith game. I think that's the best game I've seen anyone play. Was that 16-17? Was it 17-18? One of those two. I, it was his, I it think was it was 17 It was his last year at the Cavs, wasn't it? I think it was 16-17. Yeah. Because I feel um, like we, we actually watched that at a pub. I did. We yeah, were I watched it did. in We were, in North we were all at SBS still. Yeah, yeah, I think it was at the freeway. <laughs> yeah, the freeway? It was I think I had a client the freeway. thing. 
I had a uh, schnitzel that day. I just remember, like, I remember vividly because, and I know you'll talk about it, Jake. Yes, it's, <laughs> it is. It is. And when you, you at the top, you're talking about LeBron being this memeable kind of guy. And this yeah. is this is one of the Hall of Fame LeBron memes. Yeah. No, you're right. It was the the year after Kyrie left. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Kyrie wasn't on the team anymore. I remember that's why I was depending on J.R. Smith <laughs> I remember <laughs> like because the part of the joke right the, the poster for the finals like on one side you have Steph and KD and Clay and Dre and on the other side you've got Tristan Thompson and Kyle Korver <laughs> yeah. and it's like what the fuck is this like this is not fair <laughs> no he's so, and he's still yeah. he's kept it awful bloody close well for one game oh my god this box score is disastrous yeah. so LeBron 51 Eight, eight, steal and a block. Forty-seven and thirty-two seconds. Forty-seven minutes, thirty-two seconds played in a forty-eight-minute game. Yeah, absurd. Next highest scorer, old old man Kevin Love, putting up twenty shots, <laughs> one for eight from three. Oh. Come on, mate. And then J.R. Smith is next leading scorer at ten points, three for ten from the floor. George Hill, Tristan Thompson, Jeff Green, Nance, Clarkson, Corver. It's just that's the team he took come on. to nearly beat the Warriors. That's yeah. with Kevin Durant Warriors. Yeah. Like this is peak that's, Steph that's Draymond. Impressive stuff. Come on, Clay. This is nuts. This is that's loco. The fact that he should have he should have won the game. They should have won yeah. the game. J.R. Smith and George Hill. They would have won shit the game their pants. if J.R. Smith didn't just Well, make... don't forget George Hill missed the free throw as well. Yeah. Like just yeah, make yeah, the yeah. free throw, bro. Um so yeah. that's my one. I can go next if you need a bit more time. No, yeah, you're you're all right, yeah. Okay, I've got a couple of honorable mentions. Mm. I do, I do have like the one honorable mentions. I could have honestly said his meltdown against the Celtics the other day. That was amazing. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't express to you fellas how much I enjoyed that. <laughs> anyway, there could have been that. I thought, even though it's a negative moment, his cramps against Spurs. I think it was, or was it Dallas? The Spurs. Yes, yes when Spurs. he was when he was at Heat. I thought that was an iconic moment, if nothing else, for the fact that he had to be taken down for the other team to get an upper hand. Like it was, well, I can't think of another instance in my lifetime watching NBA where like there was shenanigans afoot <laughs> to try and get an upper hand. So cramps, I thought was cool. I thought my favorite, like the moment though. It has to be the block. Oh, nice the year one. the Cavs, the year the Cavs won the league. That block, I have never ever for any sport jumped out of my chair like that. It was like out of a movie, you know, chase down block. To block save by the James. Game. Yeah, it, un- it's in our intro. Yeah, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, it is. Um, that has oh. to be my my yeah, all time moment. That was a good one. Moment. That's a good one. Bait dog. Yeah, I, I like a couple. I think we touched on them already. How long you got? I, <laughs> yeah. The one against the Celtics where he just murders Jason Terry. That done. That yeah. is that, and that that shot, iconic shot of him just like looking up, yeah. like growling, like that is peak, like villain Miami Heat. Like I think that is when oh, I like man. I remember I was real off him after the initial free agency move. Like even the free agency move, you look at it now and it's like you laugh at it. It's like what yeah. the heck? It was a ge- but, great move, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's it seems so bizarre for ESPN to like yeah. live broadcast a, a free yes. agency decision. Like, it's not you know the, the modern version of that now is looking at your Twitter feed and what's yeah. what's 
what's Wojan and, and Sham saying. He had an it's, hour TV special. Yeah. And like, obviously that was a huge circus. I, I kind of dropped him for that year afterwards and I, I only jumped back on board probably the, the following <laughs> season. That's what I but, jumped off. I had LeBron on my on my wall, that kind of stuff. And he's yeah, like murdering yeah. the Celtics. <laughs> that one was good. I think earlier on, 2007, Cavs made the finals against the Spurs. They got swept. He was like 22. Yeah. But it was more so, I think I think in that Detroit series, he really kind yeah, of Yeah, that's like, the that one. Was, he had like 25 points in, in a quarter or something yeah. like that. And, 25 and of 26, if I'm not really wrong. Really just took over and announced himself at that point. And, and I think that was a, a sort of taste of, well, this is what the league's going to be for the next... 20 15 20 years um those are probably the two from the the earlier days and then obviously the championship right the championship is is i don't know we, we just talked about it the block that 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 whole last period i can't really just purely associate it with lebron because it's always going to be that Kyrie shot and just you watch that whole last quarter it's a slugfest like these teams are the two best teams in basketball and they're missing every shot and they're they're out on their feet they can't play defense and it's 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 interesting when basketball can get to that level of because you don't see it in the regular season. Mm. It's the resting and people just not trying as much. Like it's so when it does get like that, it, it's it's just a completely different vibe. And, and I, I think for him to come out of that after leaving Cleveland and coming back and then battling against this all time Warriors team to to get that win in twenty sixteen, I, I think that is that's that's always going to be the defining moment for me. And that's why like the physicality and the longevity and just the the freakiness of his genetics. Like yeah. when you get to those game sixes and game sevens, everybody's exhausted in the conference finals and the finals. And LeBron plays 48 minutes and just yeah. wipes you off the court eventually. Like that game six against the Celtics, 45, 15 and five. Like, yeah. like that one against the Pistons. What do we got here? 48, nine and seven. Played 50 minutes in an overtime game. Like, it's just an overwhelming force that made me sad a lot. Like I, I'm still, I'm still kind of holding out hope that that situation in the next couple of years can change if he's still Surely. there or wherever he is. Either way, like I just want him to be in a playoff situation again yeah. at some point during his career, and and hopefully like see what that is because that you know at this point in his career for the way that he's playing, like he still needs to be there. At least like a frisky second round team or something, yeah. as opposed to this yeah. like thirteenth seed. And like if I even like extend that even out because obviously at the moment he's still like a franchise player. But like, yeah. is there a version of this guy that is like the the Tim Duncan played twenty minutes yeah. and is a role player off the bench? Six like, man of the year, ma- maybe. Yeah, like what does that look like? That's, that would be that sick. could be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At forty four, playing yeah. with Bronny, like that's yeah. okay. Yeah, I I would be yeah like he's gonna be. <laughs> He'll be better than Bronny till he's like fifty. Yeah. <laughs> that would be yeah. I would love like I I love to see these guys push it. I know like you kind of want guys to like kind of not give you these memories of falling apart. Like Tom Brady's gone now, but I kind of and he's not you know he's past his prime. And some people say he should have just gone out after that Super Bowl. But I like I, I want to see what's possible with these guys. Yeah. Like if you yeah. if their minds are still in it, like let I want to see can can Tom Brady play till he's forty eight. And, Bre- yeah. and, you know, LeBron played till he's 45 or whatever it may be. Um, why not? Anyway, fellas, yeah. LeBron James. Pretty good. The all-time NBA yeah. points leader. Now both in the regular season and the playoffs, it's undisputed. No one is close, literally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now for our favorite <laughs> yeah. and only segment here on Backdoor Cut. 
I've been dying for this. The rose gold moment of the week. Honorable mention has to go to the NBL and <laughs> the, the Gazies. The, uh, for those that don't know. Is it actually the, what it's called? Yeah, it's the, the NBL. informal <laughs> name, yeah. <laughs> but they call it the Gazies. Um, Jeez, the Gazies were on last night, the end of season awards for the NBL. And congrats to Sydney King Xavier Cooks for taking out the MVP award. There has been scouts ad nauseum checking out Xavier Cooks over the past few weeks. So hopefully after King's wrap-up, a back-to-back title, he'll be on his way somewhere in the NBA. Come on, Brad. This is this is the guy. Honestly, honestly, a good team will get better by adding Xavier Cooks. He is the MVP of the league for a reason. He is unbelievably good. Just can't shoot. That's all right. It's been a big 12 months considering he was finals MVP last year. Sydney come in as a one seed this season, wins the MVP. You do fancy them in this playoff series and and to go back to back. So like huge, huge 12 months for for Zach Cooks. And like you win the finals MVP and then come back the next season like visibly better in every regard. That's impressive. I think he's also well and truly in the frame of, of... NBL guys that will sneak into a boomers squad for a World Cup or an Olympics. Yeah. Like, yeah. At, at the moment now, like, I, I think he, he's very much at the top of that list. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Another no six question. foot six Aussie dude that can do a bunch shoot. of good stuff that can't yeah, shoot. Yeah, we just need him to shoot a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> well, someone who can shoot. Can a shoot. Bit, there you go. Mix it up. He can mix it up. Our actual Rose Gold of the Week recipient. Has to be Josh Green at the Dallas Mavericks. He, if you if you didn't know, the Mavs made quite a big trade this week, and what? one of the people that left was Dorian Finney-Smith, which leaves a gaping hole in the starting lineup for Josh Green to exploit, and he has already begun that trail. He started last game. Uh, Mavs rested essentially everyone except him. Although he went off, he had a great game. He's showing so many signs of quality play. Outside of the literal max contract players on this team, he has to be the best player on the team. Ooh, yeah. I mean, he's been he's been giving them the most, it feels like. I mean, yesterday's yeah. game was incredible. They're like letting him run a little bit of point guards and playmaking yeah, yeah. stuff, initiating. And he's so like clearly more confident. Oh. I, I'm fascinated to see where this could end up because he has a history of winning. He was a high school championship player and he was the MVP in the championship game. And, you know, it was, I can't, I'm not too sure how, how he went in college in regards to winning. But like all accounts coming into the NBA was this guy is like, he is a, a dog, he's a winner, he's someone who'll defend, he has skills. And now they're developing to a point that he can start NBA games. Well, I feel like we've been beating the drum for Josh Green yep. for a while. And uh, to me, he just screams the prototypical, like what you need in a NBA role player at, at, at any point right now. Like it's that three and D athletic can guard multiple d- positions and switch. And I, I think maybe we're scratching the surface on a little bit more than that because yeah like it's mm. that game yesterday for 20 for 29 points to to only have what three three pointers in that the rest of it is him attacking the basket getting the line like to me that is if he can attack and, and put the ball on the floor like it just 
it's a whole other dimension to his offense. And it's probably something that I didn't necessarily think that he maybe had in him. I thought he might have just been pigeonholed as a 3 and D guy. But, like, if he can do a little bit more than that, well, then, you know, that that is fantastic for, for, for Dallas and for, for, for the Boomers, yeah. Dude, it was an awesome game. Plus, team high, plus 39. No one's mm. like the only other guy that's a plus twenty or more is Jaden Hardy. Who I think I saw a yeah. stat on that. That is the the most. That's the best plus minus for the Mavs this season. You know, wow. like there individual. And obviously, this is a team with Luca on it. But like, this is the that that's just you know for the plus minus people. Yeah, there. like that is <laughs> it's, it's it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously, there's a massive hole now for him to potentially. And look, he's definitely shown a lot more. Um, offensively than Dorian Finney-Smith kind of ever did. Like, Finney-Smith is probably... you tr- Like, Josh Green's percentages from three have been better than Finney-Smith, but the volume that Finney-Smith was shooting it at for the last couple of years, he, maybe you still trusted him a bit more like as just like a pure shooter. But yeah. Josh, again, three for six. And you mm. can, as you said, Josh, the confidence. You can see it with the flick of the wrist and then, he, you know, the bounce got back down the court. Mm. Um you can really feel it. Like the fact that they empowered him yesterday to play 38 minutes yeah. and be the guy, um, big deal. I mean, like, call me crazy, but you watch him play and he has that star energy around him. Like he plays like someone who Ooh. believes in themselves, you know, like not just, not like Dorian Finney-Smith. I see Beatty like laughing. Oh, here we so go. Just looking nah, at him I and mean, making these I, assumptions. Guzzling the not, juice. I don't Doesn't like to exist. throw the star around as all, but like, yeah. yeah. I hear you. I hear you. But I'm not saying he is a star. I'm saying he carries himself like one. He's confident. I love it. Yeah, I, re- I really lo- I'm getting I'm getting antsy about it all because I don't know where it could end up. Like at this yeah. rate, he just keeps surprising us. You, I mean, you mentioned it as well, Jake, that the fact that they trusted him to handle the ball a little bit. And that's something that I've watched a lot of Dallas the last year or so. I've always kind of cringed. The, 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 the non-Luca minutes have always been tough. And then obviously you've traded Spencer Dinwiddie, who is your only other ball handler on the team after the, the Brunson trade in the offseason. So like a game like yesterday against Utah where Luca didn't play because he's unavailable, Spencer's gone because you just traded him. Like it, it, it is a bit concerning, like who's going to handle the ball? And he, he stood up in that regard. I still don't know whether or not I, I have complete confidence in that going forward and maybe it's not an issue because you've got Luca and Kyrie on your team and you know you'll just take whatever touches you get after those two boys so I don't know but like it it is he he definitely is a a much improved player of over where he was a year ago even yeah and I think you see this around the league right this is a big week for it trade deadline you know guys are getting moved guys are weird roster situations Cam Thomas I mean what a freaking story like back to back to back Oh yeah, seriously, Cam, ain't shit funny, man. That's that's Cam. That's Cam. Um, but like, how much of this is a lot of the time? Like, Cam Thomas never gets an opportunity to really play, and it's like, okay, well, go take 20, 30 shots a game. See what we can do. You know, they lost. They won. They've won one of the three games against the you know the terrible Wizards. But um, the fact that you're able to put up forty in an M- NBA game in like honestly pretty solid efficiency, yeah, is like. Crazy impressive. We'll see what happens going forward. But then, you know, you look at Josh Green, he hasn't had the chance to really, like, be the lead ball handler, play, make a little bit, just, like, get a feel for the game, build that confidence. Um, well, there's a good yeah. chance that, like, for the rest of the regular season, and we'll get into the trade and, you know, how the teams look and all that in a minute. But 
I can only imagine that Dallas will be wanting to stagger Luca and Kyrie to a point where like one of them is always on the court. Maybe in the playoffs they'll be playing together all the time, but at least for the rest of the regular season, I imagine that'll be it. So there, there is none of those moments, Beatty, where like someone else has to handle the ball and they just don't know what the hell they're doing. Always a killer will have the ball in their hands. But as a result of that, Josh Green could end up being the secondary ball handler a lot on this team. Like he could do it with Luca, he could do it with Kyrie, he could become a third handler when they're both on the court. I'm so, so, so excited to see where this goes. It's interesting. So, redraft, Josh Green, Anthony Edwards probably still goes one. He's going to be high up here. Yeah, Wiseman, no. Lamelo. How about Josh? Um, Patrick Williams. You taking Josh Green or Patrick Williams? I'm taking Josh Green, man. Yeah. Okoro, Nup, Okongu, Killian Hayes, Toppin, Avdia, Jalen Smith, Halliburton. No, it. Halliburton. It's, it's- it's bad in retrospect. He would have been a top five pick. Yeah, and then it's like Josh Green at 18, he would have been like top five. I mean, obviously there's um, Desmond Bain that went late. Um, but he's like right at the top of this draft class yeah. from what he's shown this year. So, and yeah, and Maxi, sorry, I missed Maxi as well. Um, that's that's like right kind of where Josh Giddy got drafted, you know, like in yeah. that, that five to, to seven yeah. range. We, we know how to put him out. These six, seven dudes, we know how to mm. get Ws, ready for, ready for anything. If you're a big, solid guy in Australia, we'll yeah. put a ball in your hands quick smart. Exactly. <laughs> we just need a big now, I think. That's, yeah. that's probably it. Are you talking boomers or are you talking uh maps? I'm talking boomers. I mean, Probably maps, both. <laughs> yeah, probably both, right? I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know the Mavs. It's, I feel like they're kind of locked in and this is the squad now, right? Well, let's move on. Yeah, okay. That's... <laughs> Kick right into the Uh-oh. big trade that was Kyrie Irving has been sent to the Dallas Mavericks in exchange for Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, a first-round pick in 2029. Unprotected. Years, years after all these guys could have left by then. 11-year-olds. And a second-round pick roughly the same time, 2028, 2030, something like that. So to be honest, if we're being frank, Despite how, despite how obviously gifted Kyrie is, maybe one of the most... You might have the two most skilled players in the NBA on the same team, but it's no secret he's not exactly reliable when it comes to playing games on the court. You said reliable, <laughs> and then that's it. That's it for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> reliable full stop. <laughs> he has quite literally a terrible, terrible history to end his tenure with every team he's ever played for he demanded out of the Cavs immediately after winning a title with LeBron and hitting the big shot oh, he well, he gave Cel- it, we gave it one year he gave it one year he left the Celtics oh, after telling the entire arena live in person if you'll have me back I'll re-sign and I'll be here he formed a super team at the Nets only to not play a season, create drama left and right, have beef with James Harden, and just the most chaotic situation we've maybe ever seen in the history of the NBA. And then demanded a trade from that team to the Dallas Mavericks. He has two of the rest of the season remaining on his contract, at which point the Dallas Mavericks will have to decide whether to re-sign Kyrie or not. Whether he even accepts that deal is another question entirely. 
you can only <laughs> imagine, you can only, <laughs> judging off what we're looking at here, you'd have to say the Brooklyn Nets made a pretty smart trade here. They got a pick that could very well, in all possibility, become very high in 2029. Luca could have gone, Kyrie could have gone, the Mavs could be the worst team in the Kyrie league by that point. Kyrie will be gone, unless he's back yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever reason, Kyrie, he's Kyrie. back a second time. <laughs> Kyrie will be gone. That's a first-round pick for a team that could be at the bottom of the standings. And you got Dorian Finney-Smith and a guy that can step into Kyrie's position on the court right now. In Dinwiddie. Yeah. Obviously, they're not as good as Kyrie, but, you know, there's a lot of good juju coming back into this team. A lot of negative vibes leaving the team. It's good things. And... Dorian Finney-Smith, they needed a defender on the wing. That's exactly what they got. He can hit the spot up three. And by all accounts, both of these teams could continue to make moves. The Nets could still flip this, that, or whatever to try and get KD the best running mate they can. Dallas could flip a couple of the remaining contracts they got. If they're in the business of sending out draft picks, they got plenty of them they could package in too. They could maybe flip a trade. Christian Wood doesn't really fit this team. Maybe they package him up with something else and try and get something that is complimentary to these guys. Who knows? But we're in for a treat here. We've got like <laughs> a, a few months now of red-hot drama. It's <laughs> um, is the gift yeah. that keeps on giving I mean, in terms of NBA drama. This is, these, this is two of your two teams. Of, two of my yeah. teams. So I, it's obviously <laughs> a, a pretty conflicting week for me. I don't know how to feel. I still haven't – I don't think I've fully processed it. I, I've seen all the <laughs> – the Mavs social media posts of Kyrie working out now in, oh, a, yeah. in a blue Mavs t-shirt. I've seen the, the Nets welcome to, to Brooklyn posts for Spence and for Dorian. So I, I, I obviously, like everyone, I just want to see it out in the court and I want to see what it starts to look like as, as it plays out a little bit further. I, Are you I more agree. excited to watch? Mm. I think I would say Dallas purely because I, I, I think, one, we're going to get it sooner. Like Brooklyn... Yeah. Like it, until KD comes back, it's it's really hard to, to see that team being, you know, anywhere close to what its full potential is. And I think if if KD's there and if this Cam Thomas experience continues, and then you've got role players there with Spence and Dorian and, and Royce O'Neal's been good for them this year. Clax has been really good. Like you've got you've got depth there, which they probably didn't have maybe before as much. Whereas on the Dallas side of the coin, I, I am concerned for the depth, but obviously the top end is is, is phenomenal with, with Luca and Kyrie. It's just whether or not you're going to get that consistently from Kyrie. And consistently is, is obviously the, the rest of this season, but what that looks like in, in the offseason and, and free agency and, and beyond, whatever happens there one way or the other. It, it's a huge gamble for Dallas. What a gamble. But, I, but I, I think that they were in the position where they probably had to. Their hands were tied. We've talked I don't about know. it. I, nah, th- I don't know about that. We've talked about it before, though, this on this podcast, where it's like that was a middling team this season. That's okay. That, they're, they're well and truly in the window now, though. And kind the, of. Lucas 23. Yeah, it, yeah, but I like again the flexibility on that roster in terms of you, you talk about movable contracts, and I, I just really don't think that there were that. I mean, Finney Smith was absolutely one. And Spence was one, but like Bertans is a tough contract to try and move. Josh Green's is probably the only other one, and he's like, oh, not moving you, you want to keep him? He's actually yeah. a good player, so it's just sort of like, what is is doable for them? The assets that they have to offer up, and like obviously, 
a huge risk to tie it up with Kyrie Irving and, and you've just gone on about the, the history of him and, and, and the inconsistency and, and not really wanting to tie up long money. And I, like, I'm still super reluctant to give him a four-year max if, if that's They have to offer for. it though. Yeah, I think they do, right? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, like the, the only other recourse is this is a, a half-year rental and you're hoping to win a championship. But that's that's that even then that doesn't really make, full sense like i yeah no it doesn't the the i was reading a lot of things how if Kyrie does not re-sign in the off season and walks they'll have close to max money yeah. for another player but yeah. there's not a lot of free agents worth that no there's coming nothing coming out it's not, a, it's not a strong free agent class and yeah. if yeah. if you let him walk and re-sign chris middleton for example who is one of the better free agents available yeah, this off season sure. you know was chris middleton really worth this haul of stuff yeah. and, and the emotional know, really, really damage. significant part. Of, yeah. Like what if it goes so pear shaped? Luca's like, well, you guys are crazy. I, well, what, as if you'd even bring this guy into the yeah. organization. Yeah. Now it's, it's a risk. It's Huge a risk. risk. <laughs> I get it though. You are bringing in a player that does lift your ceiling to championship level, which was not a guarantee anywhere else, even next year as much as I would have personally waited and not put my future on Kyrie Irving. Well, I, I just don't see what... I, I don't know if they had moves. I really they don't. don't like, I think this was the move. Like, what well, you're just going to stay as a you middling to chill, four dude. to seven seed. I think, I think for, this, for this season, considering Luca does have three years left on his deal, I would have just, you know, but, let but it if, run its course. It's like, but, how are you going to get, like, Luca's too good that you can't bottom out and you can't really, like... I mean, you boys want to go on about do people want to play with Luca? Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean, personally, I, I think it, that's overblown. But like, we'll see what this looks like with Kyrie. Like, is this going to be this sort of thing where it's you take the ball now? I'll have the ball. Are they going to? Is Luca going to be able to do stuff off the ball? Like, I'm more optimistic about that than probably you two guys are. But like, no, no, no. That's, yeah. that's the other thing. That like, part's Kyrie, fine for me. Kyrie, he has a history of being successful with LeBron, who obviously is ball dominant. He made it work with KD. They were rattling off wins left and right with KD handling a lot of the ball and Kyrie playing off him. It, it's not foreign. Even Jason Tatum to a degree, even though he was much younger then, it's not foreign for Kyrie to play off a really ball-dominant star. But Luca playing off Kyrie is another story. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I'm he asking. He has yeah. historically high usage rate. This will be interesting. The rest of the team playing off two players that will have the ball the entire well, time. That, like, like yeah. I, I'm optimistic with Luca because, like, one, okay, yeah, we haven't seen it really at NBA level for him. Like, the, pretty much the entire time he's in the in the NBA, he's been that heliocentric dude who's had the ball in his hand, who's had you know top two, top three usage in the league. But at the same time, I just I I, I sure like not that I've gone back and watched tape of him in Real Madrid. <laughs> but I, I, I can tell you that that's not how they play basketball in Europe. And that yeah. is not how EuroLeague is. It, it's not like that at all. You have to do stuff off the ball. You, you're not always on the ball like that. So I did have a thought about that. That gives me all the confidence in the world that it, it'll be fine as long as Kyrie's sweating. Yeah. No, look. <laughs> For this year... You're gonna get. You're yeah. gonna get good behavior, <laughs> Kyrie. You're gonna get. I want my four-year max contract, yeah. Kyrie Irving, and that's that, the on-court fit for this season. I think these guys are gonna have some crazy 
crazy performances between now and the end of the season. They're going to push into the playoffs. Kyrie's going to play defense. He's going to move the ball. I think Luka's going to be totally fine to play off Kyrie, swing the ball around, getting the Luka the ball in some more um, advantageous positions. The on-court fit for this specific year, absolutely not a problem. I think they're winning the finals, 0% chance. Uh, the defense on this team is a disaster. They just traded away their best defender. I love Josh Green. Just spent the last 20 minutes waxing poetic about him. He's your only guy that can defend mm. the perimeter, really. Like, Bullock's okay. Christian Wood may be the worst big man defender in the NBA. That's like, that's kind of why I say there's probably another move still to be made. But, right, but now it's like, what are the moves? Because, like, yeah. Christian Wood, expiring contract. You, your pick situation is kind of dire. What, that what, expiring yeah. contract could be of value, though. To like, who? For what? No, it, it can be for teams, bit. but at the same time, I, I just don't. Like, what, what, what is the big man out Mason Plumley? Mason Plumley? It doesn't do much for me. Yeah, I, no, of course I not. I don't know. Yeah. Like, there's, like, you're not going to get in a guy that's going to help you win like a conference finals, I don't think, at no. that position. Um, but like, if they make the conference finals, I would not be surprised just because I don't think the West is that good. And the yeah. offense on this team, I think, can be like astronomically dominant. But this has... This is going to push the Mavs so much closer to losing Luca. They have him for four more years after this. So it's a bit longer than the four three. Four more years. Yeah. Ah. So four more years after this. This is why the rush, this just reeks of LeBron with the Cavs and Anthony Davis with the Pelicans and just making these win now moves um, that have incredible risk attached. And like, I don't think either of those teams made a move as risky as bringing in Kyrie Irving. Like, look at what happened to the Cavs. You know, a year or two later, bottom feeders. Thankfully, the Boston Celtics have one of the strongest, you know, structural integrities, you know, in but the NBA. It was, it was tested. It if was tested. Back, if you go back to our episodes, the vibes were off. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, all, we, all we could talk about was how positive the vibes were before he got there. We were dominant. Like, we, we were a freaking seven seed and we lost to the Nets in round one because we had to, like, completely retool over the next two or three years. KD probably ask for a trade this offseason like i think they have a fun team coming up but let's be honest like he probably ends up like blow another franchise out of the water Kyrie's probably going to sign with a different team if he does sign the contract there's a zero percent chance he finishes that contract with dallas like and then and then what then yeah that's the problem yeah so like because if it's a three-year deal he signs this offseason that starts to run out and he starts to demand his trade just as luke is coming up to contract time and then if both of them leave, they've just given away, away their first round pick in the most critical season to the Brooklyn Nets. This is what he said today. Firstly, you know, I, want, I felt disrespected. I want to be celebrated, not tolerated. But the line that sp- stuck out to me is like, hey, I left them in fourth place. I did what I was supposed to do. Sick, bro. Thanks for all your help. Really appreciate all <laughs> you did for us over the last few years. Not, um, not two weeks ago, he said yeah. at least no one's halfway out of yeah. the organ- halfway out of the locker room. Yeah, two I'm, weeks ago. Yeah, I'm stoked to see it. I think they're gonna make some magic, make some beautiful babies on the on the basketball floor. Like the the stuff that Luca can do and the stuff that Kyrie can do. Like those two guys are the only guys that can do some of the shit that they yeah. do. Yeah, so that's gonna be incredible. Um, for a few months, and if we get if we get playoff Luca, yeah, which we know is a killer. Look, with Kyrie Irving, that could be cool. LeBron and Kyrie was ferocious. Luca and uh, Kyrie 
has the potential to be as dominant, but I think the Cavs mm. rosters across that team with Love and Tristan Thompson was really fucking good. Like they were, you know, they were yeah. pretty solid. Even like the J.R. Smith and, yeah. and Shump, those yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you're probably asking a little bit too much of a Josh Green or a, a Bullock. I don't know. Man, we're gonna we'll get see. to see it. I like. I don't know. I think they can. I I think the yeah. best version of this they come out of the West. I, I think, think that they, they can, can potentially yeah. come out of the West, just because yeah. I don't love the West. I mean, the, oh yeah, I agree with you. I, it's less; it's more a reflection on there's no dominant. This is not a, a Warriors and the rest yeah. kind of like what we've had in previous years. Like it's it's clearly a lot more wide open this year, um, which is why it, that's part of that is why I'm glad they did this move because it's like if there's a time to do it and a time to strike, yeah. it's, let's do it now. We don't have this overbearing like dominant dynasty. That probably we're not going to beat anyway. Like it's. it's I can only imagine. Take. I can only imagine considering the time remaining on Luca's deal. That very much was the main motivation here. The fact that they see an opening in the West that they could exploit today, and they wanted to do so. How it ends up in a year or two, yeah, I guess we'll see. The, but there's no. To, there's no. There's no best case scenario with this. There's no Kyrie loves Dallas. And oh, come yeah, on, yeah, don't do this. Four years and don't do this. He's no, rolling up to games in a cowboy hat hell? and a flannel, and a, you don't. There's a lot of flat earthers we, in Dallas. We can't turn know? this around. I will. I was going less with that and more like there's a lot of people that like liberty and like freedom and like <laughs> like like one's person to choose whether they want to have a vaccine or not. You know what I mean? Like, that's true. I, he fits in from I'm, that point yeah. of view. Yeah, that's what I'm maybe, saying. Maybe this is his spot. He's been looking the whole time, and and here it is. If if that is what happens, God bless America. <laughs> Truly, I, I just can't. I just he's going to have the stars and stripes and a bald eagle on his pickup truck bumper sticker. Like, I can see. I it just now. can't see it. I just can't see it. And then not only the the physical, the mental side of things, but like physically, like he has not been the the beacon of health throughout his yeah, well, career. I mean, like, Bro, never no, he has career. not. No, yeah. like, not never for years. Although a lot of his absences of late were not health related. Yeah, but like they you know, were. he did his ankle in the um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. So he's thirty one. In like a month, yep. yeah. Although you would think with his game, at least till he's thirty-four, you'll probably small be point guards good. outside of Steph yeah, Curry. Yeah, now. super skillful dude though. Like, yeah. okay. I think that that is that. I I have optimism there, and even when you consider that his teammate is Luka Doncic, you know the ball handling can it doesn't need to be all on Kyrie. Like he can play more off the ball right. if it if it needs to be. Yeah, the defender scrambling to help off Luca onto Kyrie and he just crosses them up and literally breaks their legs. You can see it. It can happen. I mean, but... there's a version of him just being a spot-up shooter because he's that no, good. No, no, no. No, what I'm saying he at could, an older can. point. Well, like he was that was like JJ Redick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JJ Redick can run around until he's 35, 36 just being a, a spot-up. Like Kyrie can do that. Like Yeah. Look, all... All I know is I'm looking at his nicknames on Basel Reference, and one of them is World B Flat. So, <laughs> what could go wrong? What could go? Wrong? I can't believe you guys are even we'll considering drinking, like entertaining the the potential reality that everything goes great in Dallas. I I just like if, if this one if this one fails, there is like what is the team for him? There's You'll not a team. To, someone for else him. will talk themselves into it. But I no like, there's no there's no situation that will work out. Like LeBron thought, will be like, join me. I thought the Brooklyn one would work because I think he's a, a Brooklyn Northeast New York guy, New Jersey guy. I think originally like that it's was part town. of the appeal, right? And then obviously, 
like I think it's clear that he butted heads with the ownership there and, and I think that relationship just deteriorated to a point where they, they had enough of him and he had enough of them. And, and, and I mean, and fair enough. So yeah, weird. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know why. I, it's, those guys, just, they just don't get me. Our, our shockers, like, they weren't Not right for me. For me, for me and Jason Kidd, like, we've always been Aquarius together. <laughs> so... Are we gonna yeah. are we gonna get the sage back out for the first game back at, at Barclays? Mark, Mark Cuban is the type of guy that'll be like, Kyrie, where's your sage? Let's yeah. go, let's yeah. rip, rip, rip it in. Yeah. Well, oh, question: Will will the Nets crowd boo Kyrie? Are we gonna get fuck you, Kyrie chance in Barclays Center, or is it are just the Nets big bad crowd Boston? that passionate? Are they yeah, that true. passionate? It's true. Really yeah. yeah, not really. Probably That's not. Hard, Josh. Anyway, oh, I love it. That's but, that's kind of how good though. Like as it's much as amazing. like it's this amazing. is fantastic. <laughs> I could not believe for. it when I woke up to read that news. Like, oh, I could smiling ear to ear. <laughs> amazing. He, amazing. Wait, he's going to suit up. Are they playing the Clippers tomorrow? Yeah, is that right? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah, play. Yeah. Right? I think he's, he's going to play. Yeah. I mean, he's he's fine. There's no reason why he shouldn't. Oh no, mate, he's going to be playing. He's going to. Yeah. That's a good bet tomorrow. Kyrie, like thirty plus. No question. He'll be cooking. Nah, 100%. He'll like, just, I was just feeling myself out. It's fine. Like, what are you guys uh, all worrying about? I don't know. Because I reckon Luke is going to be like, Luke, this is the thing. Luke is going to be finding him. Mm. Yeah. In some spots. Yep. Like. He won't miss an open three. Yeah. He's going to be cooking. This is right, this is right where he, th- he uh, thrives. Um, but what are thoughts on the Nets? Like, I, um, I think they're going to be good. I like, they're going to be yeah, good yeah. still. Like KD was, if he comes back playing at the level he was playing before uh, he went injured, I think it's now it's a clear three teams at the top, or for me it's two at the top, Philly on their own tier, and then the Nets are now clearly below those three. As good as I think they can be in the regular season, I think when you get to the playoffs, I think they're going to run into like actual playmaking issues outside of because like who's I love yeah. this Cam Thomas thing, but come on. The, yeah, the uh, Nets will be fine for the rest of the season, but like I can't see them as a championship competitor. Even if Kevin Durant comes back pretty healthy, there just isn't that core on this team. Although I have faith that provided they can get Kevin Durant to agree to hang around and give it his all, now that Kyrie is gone, they really can put a competitive team around KD. Spencer Didwitty being back home, you know, he loved it in Brooklyn. That's a nice story. I can see the vibes building back up because the vibes were real high before they broke that team up to bring all these guys in. Actually, I take it back. They can beat everybody but Boston. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. They can beat everybody but Boston. Uh, I think in a series against Milwaukee, that would be tough. Of course it would be they, tough. I, I don't know. Like, I, like the thing with Milwaukee, I think Milwaukee is super deep. They've just got guys that are oh. like down in their rotation, right? And I, I, I think Brooklyn, while they've got guys, I just I don't know where. I, I agree that they're probably the scoring is going to be interesting, and like obviously KD is going to have to shoulder a, a big load there. And like I, I'm I'm excited from it because this is this is KD's team now. This is well and truly this is this is the moment for KD. And and can he do this? Because yeah, like, like, if he does this, then yeah. that is. What he's is almost been, he's almost been presented an opportunity yeah. here. Like yeah. you want everyone to think you're the man. Now you got it. Like you have nothing. You're gonna have to build it up yourself. You're gonna have to get everyone rallied around you. You're the captain. I mean, what, 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 if, make, 
look at look at that roster. Say if you just put LeBron on that roster instead of KD, like they would be going better than what the Lakers are going right now. Oh, no question. Mm. Yeah. Well, this is what's cool. Like, they'd be you top know, of the standings. Yeah. I don't like, know about that, but like yeah. they'd, they'd be a lot better. Like, yeah, they'd be really. And like, what I think, you know, K- KD needed almost to be saved from himself. Like Kyrie's done him a favor here. Like, mm. in a sense, I think their ceiling as a team was higher with Kyrie there, like in a perfect Kyrie behaves well scenario. But but in a real world scenario. Now, KD gets to just go out, hoop with a bunch of guys, like Doran Finney-Smith, dog. You know, Dinwiddie, he's, he's a hooper. You know, these guys, like Cam Thomas, clearly a dog. Like, he's going to go out there and just play. Like, everybody on this team now, talk about guys that are half in, half out. Everybody on this team now, well... We'll see what happens to the trade deadline. Like they actually have some moves in them now. Like if they want to go out and do something, like yeah. they've got the picks from the Philly trade for Simmons, and they got this pick. That's three first rounders, and then you I know, reckon they flip this pick. I reckon they hang on to this one. This but, could oh, be but if you but if you want to go for it, like, you could like bring in you know bring trade two picks, get in OG Ananobi, like really um, maybe get in a, like a legit big man or. I don't know. Um, Claxton's been pretty good. But, I hear Yeah, Claxton. But there's talent to be had, and they got assets yeah. now. Like, does this does this last week of Cam Thomas plus two first round picks be like, oh, okay, that that's that's not nothing. That's yeah, something. Hey, I'm yeah. I'm with you. I, I with KD's there. Like, I I think again, I kind of agree with you. I don't think they're going to win a championship, but I I think that they're they're definitely a tough proposition in the playoffs. I think they can win a series, maybe, maybe two. Like that's, that would beat I, Philly, I think, no question to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, Philly, Philly. I don't know, man. Like, I feel like they've quietly been doing okay, but they I, been. I don't, I don't want to watch them, and I don't really, I'm not interested in how they play. But I, Joel yeah. is insane, insane player. Oh, like, it's. I've watched a couple lately. Like, I watched him d- d- dominate Jokic. That was fun. Yeah. Um, but then yesterday, or it was yesterday, the day before, Nick's coming off a back to back. Philly goes up 20 early and then just loses. Um, and it looked exactly like the Philly that I love, you know. So, yeah, early days. Big game tomorrow. We got C's, Philly. Can't wait. Yeah. Yep, keen. I'm going to be on delay all day tomorrow. But, and um, and we yeah. got that Kyrie yeah, yeah. game. Yeah, big, big day of hoops tomorrow. Yeah. And then try deadline the next morning. Like, far yeah. out. It's Christmas, Christmas, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. Come on, Palinka. Go get something for Bron. Go get him <laughs> oh something. My God. Save us. Save anyway, us. fellas, that, it's been a big week. It's been a big week. That's, that's about as much as I've got the goal to talk about Mate, today. You did well. You did well, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about we reconvene next week? Sounds good to me, my friend. Well, until then, you've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is J- Josh DiMatteo here, as always, with Matt Beatty and Jake Eisenberg. Eisenberg. (laughs) Until next week. Peace.